and welcome back to Night Swims, a podcast hosted by two idiots who think they know everything about mysteries, conspiracies, and strange phenomena. Jackson, how you doing? I'm good. You good? I'm good. Good. Well, um, I, I have this weird hum in my uh, head right now, and I think that usually comes around when you have to tell a joke or something. Ah, I left the locker room today, yeah. and I was craving hot dogs. What's up with that? <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. Yes. That was great. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Both <laughs> <laughs> of our laughs were so fake. <laughs> my, my, my laugh's always real. No. Nobody ever has, like, well, I mean, everybody has a fake laugh every once in a while. And my laughs are real. Okay, so... Do you go to family reunions a lot? No, I've never been to one. Oh. Well, some people when they're at a family reunion, like... Scientific well, fact. If you took all the veins from your body and laid them end to end, you would die. Anyways, back to fake laughs. You're at a family reunion, right? And so this, this old relative that you have no idea who it is tells you a joke or something. Then, then you're like, ha ha, that's funny. And then you just walk away. But yeah, so everybody has a fake laugh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When like when I'm trying to deal with uh, like relatives that I don't really want to talk to, yeah. or like uh, friends of my parents. Yeah, exactly. That that one friend of your mom's that always drinks Pinot Noir gets a little too tipsy. She's trying to talk to you, and you're like, <laughs> no. no, yeah, that actually happened to me recently. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well, what is um, what is fast, loud, and crunchy? Ooh. A rocket ship. It's <laughs> funny. You're you're something else. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. What did little Timmy want for Christmas? A bike. Parents. Oh. <laughs> well, goddamn, man. Say another sad one. Uh. <laughs> you know you're a true '90s kid when you look at your birth certificate and it says you were born between 1990 and 1999. Holy crap, that's so true. Don't you hate it when you're reading a sentence it doesn't end how you testicles? <laughs> okay. One more. I'll allow one more. Make it a good one. Hey, Jim, if you were a caveman, you would die. Why is that? Because everyone dies. <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough. So um, my fingertips are a little cold because it's cold outside. I'm getting the sniffles because it's cold outside and wet. But my feet are cozy. So I've got some cozy wool socks. Ow! <laughs> Sorry. I just stepped on his foot. Giant ass boots. Yeah, I got some cozy wool socks. I have an ankle sock. probably smell bad. I'm not going to smell your socks. Um, but yeah, so I'm nice and cozy on my feet. Yeah, you, di- you, you didn't dress for the uh, weather. I'm wearing shorts, but I had a hoodie on. I took it off. Because we're in a nice warm dorm room right now. Yes. Yeah. Owned by our general manager, who provided me a one foot tall water bottle and filled it up about an inch. So I'm gonna fill it up about twenty five percent. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna, uh, you know, ration it. Good. Because it's gonna be a long one. Oh, that's enough for now. I think this is gonna be a long one. Well, let's get into it then. Right. Let's get. Let's not. Let's, Jackson. Let's cut the chit chat. Have you heard of the Flying Dutchman? Yeah, it's Davy Jones' ship. 
according to pop culture, I think. According to Pirates of the Caribbean. I'll get into Davy Jones. but uh, According to Pirates of the Caribbean, it is. Yeah, it's kind of hard to argue with Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. What's Batman's favorite fruit? banana na 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 Grapefruit. Okay, My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and I'm like, "This is private property. If you don't leave, I'll call the police." All right, can, can you stop? I'm yeah. trying to get into the Flying Dutchman here. <clears throat> so you what? Have- <laughs> <laughs> what has nine legs, four feet, and is orange? Nothing. I'm so done with you. Okay, that, was, that one was funny. <laughs> I'm so done with you. <laughs> All right, the Flying Dutchman. What do you know about the Flying Dutchman? If I had to guess, based on no knowledge of what this week's topic is about, a ghost ship. Oh, you're so right. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm very proud of you. Um, But yes, we are going over the Flying Dutchman and other legendary ghost ships. Like the HMS Court. What was the one we talked? Carolina, was it? I that we talked about in the Bermuda Triangle? Like, I really go into detail on the Flying Dutchman. Then I go over, I'm going to go over other ghost ships, but I'm not sure if that ship's in there. And then I'll go over the, like, scientific explanation for why people back then thought they were seeing a ghost uh, ship. Uh, real quick, I, w- I want to remind everyone to uh, thank Trevin Bartholomew for the intro music. The names just keep getting more interesting. Well, you know, I have to, you know, Craigslist. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hit me, hit me with some, Oh, Douglas. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow me. <laughs> no, that wasn't I'll good. Let, wow me. Uh, I'll no, let you get this one. That but one next, wasn't But next good. time I won't go so easy on you. That one, ah, I got two in. All right. So, according to legend, the Flying Dutchman is a phantom ship that is doomed to sail the open sea for all of eternity. Never to return home. That was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, nah. Yeah. Technically. Okay, they could return like home like once every what? Technically, years? the captain could stand on land once every twelve years, yeah. and the ship wasn't doomed per se. It just always needed a captain, or else the ship well, no, and all its, its crew members would die. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but like the ship was doomed to sail the seas for. Not in the movie. Because in the, the movie, movie, the, in movie, the movie eventually they twisted the curse stuff. got lifted. They twisted stuff. And then Will Turner was like, but then at the end, Davy Jones was like, he popped up. I was pumped. Yeah, that, that was that, that was, was sick. Good. Oh, I saw Overlord recently. Just saying, it's a good. I movie. I know you did. I recommend everybody go see that. All right, hit me. All right, so the myth can be traced back to 17th century nautical folklore that was heavily nurtured by superstitious beliefs of all sorts among sailors. That was weird. So it was like a, like a cabin story, like a like an old, an old sailor's tale. Yeah. Um, so sailors who claimed to have seen the Flying Dutchman reported to look otherworldly, and also reported that it emanated a ghostly light, like from SpongeBob. Like a like flying going Dutchman out on ship. a limb here, a green light. Yes, but actually, there's also an instance of it glowing a red light. Oh. Um, which was actually. The most famous sighting of the Flying Dutchman, I think. Um, so the sight of this phantom ship is said to be the worst of all nautical omens. If a member of the crew laid eyes on the Flying Dutchman, it meant that misfortune would soon befall them. 
So like omens. Like Medusa. Yeah, like when Medusa, you look her in the eye. Okay, but hold on. How did one sailor see it and then was able to talk about it? It's not like you would die. It's just some sort of misfortune would befall the crew. Uh, Okay. All right, all right. But um, let's see. So the first print reference to the notorious ship can be seen in travels in various parts of Europe, Asia, and Africa during a series of 30 years and upwards. (laughs) It's the name of a book. It's a book title? (laughs) Probably wasn't that big of a seller. Um, Published in 1790 and attributed to John MacDonald, where a passage of in one of the chapters reads, The weather was so stormy that the sailors said they saw the Flying Dutchman. The common story is that this, this Dutchman came to the Cape in distress of weather and wanted to get into the harbor, but could not get a pilot to conduct her and was lost, and that ever since, in very bad weather, her vision appears. So that leads to like the captain theory. Um, that it always needs someone yes. to sail it? Yeah. Um, another reference in literature can be checked in A Voyage to Botany Bay from 1795. Written by a notable London socialite of the 18th century known as George Barrington, he recollects a similar story as MacDonald, as MacDonald, adding that he most often heard of this superstition from sailors who were prone to put their faith in doom and apparitions. As, Bar- as Barrington retells the story of the lost Dutch frig- frigate off the Cape of Good Hope, he concludes that the narrative was quite quickly spread among mariners. So I think pretty much all these um, like references in literature, they all surround like the ship being spotted on the southern half or southern part of Africa, which is where the Cape of Good Hope is, which is where the ship was supposedly trying to get around to get into a harbor, but failed. Um, the legendary ship can, can be found also in Scenes of Infancy, written by the Scottish Orientalist John Layden, a contemporary of Barrington who would depict the Flying Dutchman as a common superstition of mariners. His accounts affirm the phantom ship was most frequently spotted on the southern coast of Africa, where hurricanes are frequently ushered in by the appearance of a specter ship dominated denominated as the Flying Dutchman. So now the ship brings in storms. Spooky. Hmm. So there have been many supposed sightings of this doomed vessel. Writer Nicholas Montserrat noted for his book, The Cruel Sea from 1951. Apparently witnessed the phenomenon. So the writer apparently witnessed the phenomenon in the Pacific while serving as a Royal Navy officer during World War II. So this is... Pretty recent, pretty well, recent. 50s, this is yeah. recent. Yeah, but I couldn't find like what actually happened or what he saw. Just a note about it. But this this one is the most prominent reports. Oh, like, okay. So, perhaps one of the most prominent reports of all was made by Prince George, the future King George V, as he was contemplating a completing a three year journey in his youth, accompanied by his elder brother, Prince Albert Victor, known as David. The future King Edward VIII, or the future King Edward VIII, the log of the royals dates the event of seeing the Flying Dutchman on July 11, 1881. The occurrence reportedly happened off the Australian coast amid the Bass or Bass Strait in between Melbourne and Sydney. As described in their log, the Phantom Ship appeared in an unusual glowing red light. 
As the ship of Prince George approached the place where the mysterious vessel was supposed to be, there was no trace of it left in any direction, though the night was clear and the sea was at peace. So could it, again, just from what you described as how it would disappear, could it just be a mirage due to just being on the sea for so we'll get, long? Yeah, we'll get to that. Ooh. That's that. You're on to You're on to something? You're on to me. So... Many theories surfaced to try and bring out logical explanations for the ghost ship and why it was doomed in the first place. Some explanations have stated that the crew of the Flying Dutchman was cursed for severe criminal actions conducted aboard her, like murder and piracy. And people have wondered, have also wondered who could be the captain of such a ship. Davy Jones. Hence, the famous movie quote. Do you know the quote? The Dutchman always needs a captain. The Dutchman must have a captain. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, Bootstrap Bill said at the end of World's End, the Dutchman must always have a captain. Must have a captain. Or the Dutchman need. I think I've heard the Dutchman needs a captain, but I don't, I'm not sure. Part of the crew, part of the ship. Yeah, but here's... So, historical accounts suggest a person from history that could be the captain. Okay. Uh, 17th century... Frisian-born Dutch captain named Bernard Falk. <laughs> F-O-K-K-E? You fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's a sick name. Ah, oh, Falk. Fuck, eh? Falk, is that a ghost ship? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say Falk. Yeah. Okay. So Bernard Falk, who sailed the seas for the Dutch East India Company, he was well noted for the incredible speed by which he completed his journeys from the Dutch harbors to Java, Indonesia. In one instance in 1678, he, reported, he reportedly traveled this distance in not more than three months and ten days to deliver a stockpile of letters to the Dutch governor. Such fast tr trips led people to suspect that the captain was helped by the devil. Oh, like he sold a soul? Yeah. But here's uh, where Davy Jones... David, okay, so Davy Jones, in today's pop culture, was said to be the captain of the Flying Dutchman. In nautical lore, Davy Jones is known to be the sailor's devil. Like, I thought, I thought sailors was, believe that Davy Jones is Satan. Which is why Davy Jones' locker is the place where you go after you die. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Well, in Pirates of the Caribbean, Davy Jones' locker was more like a purgatory for people like awaiting punishment or well, to no, go to technically heaven. it was he. Uh, Jack Sparrow went there because he had a debt to Davy mm -hmm. Jones, which essentially he well, sold himself so he could f captain the Black Pearl for thirteen years. Yeah, but Davy Jones would but keep only captain it for two years. It, yeah, it's because Jack Sparrow he crossed Davy Jones, and whenever someone crossed Davy Jones, he, that's where they would go is his locker, where all the creepy stone crabs are. <laughs> Those are cool. Well, they weren't uh, creepy stone crabs. They were uh, Calypso. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole made, She was made thing. up of creepy stone crabs. That was crabs. a whole different thing. I actually saw something about um, Calypso in here. But, um, yeah, so the Flying Dutchman is the most, like, it's the number one most legendary ghost ship okay. in all of uh, nautical lore. But let's get to some minor legendary ghost ships. Okay. If I can click this uh link here. There we go. Yeah. We we did it. And if it'll load, 
Um, holy crap. <laughs> I opened it like 12 times. <laughs> Why did the little girl's ice cream melt? Because it was hot. She was on fire. Oh, Jesus. Roses are red. Violets are blue. But roses can also be white. And violets should be purple. Why is six afraid of seven? Seven, eight, nine. Because seven is a registered sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, okay, on this list, it has the Flying Dutchman, but uh, that's number one. Oh, yeah. So let's go to number two. Scroll, please. Keep scrolling. Baron Falkenberg. Germany's North Sea is haunted by the legend of the medieval Baron Falkenberg, whose story is said to begin when his long-lost brother returned home rich and planned to marry a village maiden that the Baron himself laid his eye on. At the wedding feast, the, the plentiful food and champagne temporarily soothed the Baron's soul, but not for long, according to one telling the Baron's brother. <laughs> according to one telling the Baron's brother, touched him up uh, in the wrong place. <laughs> so... I do have a little interesting thing to talk about what okay. you just mentioned. According to what I just looked up, Baron Falkenberg isn't an actual name. It's a hereditary title created in the peerage of England. This is in, like, Germany. Huh. Right, which I, I don't know. In England? Oh, this is in the North Sea between Germany and England. So, yeah. So, wait, what do you mean? Like, what... Well, Baron Falkenberg, because I, I looked it up because I wanted to see if there were like, pictures or anything. It's just an hereditary title. Uh, it looks like first created in, 19, in 1295. Uh, it just, I don't really. So you've heard that name before? No, I, I just looked it up because I wanted to see if there were like, pictures of like the ghost ship or whatever. But it just looks like, like. John de Falkenberg was the third Baron Falkenberg from 1290 to 1349. Marcia Amelia Mary Pelham was the seventh Baroness Falkenberg from 1863 to 1926. Hmm. It's just like a, a, it's a title you hold, a hereditary title that's like given to you. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, so let's go back to the uh, Baron's brother touching him up in the wrong place. Yes. Um, so whereupon, the Baron picked up a champagne bottle and bashed it over his brother's head. <gasps> yeah. Gasp. The, the groom fell down dead, and his bride ran screaming into the room. The what, Baron is What room, bird. you say? I don't know. David, the, the ballroom. The ballroom. The champagne room. Yeah. Champagne. <laughs> the Baron tried to convince her of See? his love. See? The Baron. The Baron. So it is, it is a title. Well... The Baron's not capitalized. Dang it. I don't know. So the Baron tried to convince the, the bride. bride to love him, but she declared that she would rather die than accept him. Insert gasp. <gasps> there you go. The Baron took her declaration literally and stabbed a knife into her heart. Jeez. Gee, what the? <laughs> then the Baron fled to the beach where he found a boat and a man who stood up and said, the captain has been expecting you. The Baron got into the boat and took him to a gray ship and he has and he hasn't disembarked for 600 years those who have seen the baron's vessel say it it say it's always heading north without helm or helmsman 
and that the masthead flickers with a blue flame, illuminating the sight of the Baron on deck, playing dice with the devil for control of his soul. Spoopy. Huh. To make the story even more meta, some historians say it may be connected to a Norse saga in which a Viking sea captain named Slot stole a magic ring from the gods. As punishment, Slot was transformed into a living skeleton covered in fire and condemned to spend the rest of eternity affixed to the mast of a ghostly black hole longship. Sounds like a badass ship, not that to lie. That is a pretty cool ship, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the next ghost ship... Tell me if you heard of this. The Yellow Jack. Possibly. I, I think it sounds familiar. Another centuries-old ghost ship tale concerns the concerns a vessel laden with gold and spices that was once preparing to leave the Indies. Before departing, the ship took on an unsavory character known, on, known only as Yellow Jack. Apparently his reputation was so bad that the ship was forbidden to enter any port she called upon, forcing the vessel to endlessly cruise the seas. That's it? No. Oh. <laughs> Eventually the crew... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to just stare at you. Eventually the crew went mad and murdered each other. Some say the ship is still sailing, manned by the ghost of dead sailors forever, searching for a port she can enter. Spoopy again. Oh, it's not, it's not over. <laughs> the story may have historical origins connected to shipborne diseases. Yellowjack is another name for yellow fever, which spread frequently on Atlantic vessels. And the yellow jack was historically the flag flown by a ship infected with the plague, cholera, or similarly or similar deadly contagion. It seems likely that the unsavory yellow jack was not so much a person as a pathogen. That's actually pretty interesting. I didn't know that mm-hmm. about the flags. But um Oh, this one sounds like a cool name. The Kalush. Kalush? Kalish. Okay. Say it with me, Kalish. No, I'm not going to do that. The waters around Chile's Chiloe Island are known for terrible storms and for sightings of the Kalish, a demon ship with luminescent white sides and blood-red sails. More than just your average ghost ship, I'd hope so. The Kalush is a sentient being who can glide across the surface of the water at impossible speeds or drive beneath it like a whale, like the Flying Dutchman. Yeah. Observers say that when it passes, it can hear the cackling of a steaming crew who hop around on one leg and have faces that spin backwards. Okay, I'm getting a little creeped out. <laughs> the, the, ship has all, the ship is also manned by sailors both dead and alive, either dragged from the deep or stolen from passing ships. However, the Kalush only has use for the officers it finds. <laughs> you think I could just ignore that? It was a small fart. <laughs> It was small but long. I'm gassy. Jesus. Where was I? The Kalush. However, the Kalush only has use for the officers it finds and spills the others, driven half insane onto local beaches. In other versions of the tales about the ship, it is piloted by the souls of the drowned. Merchants who trade with the boat become suddenly wealthy, while those who see it supposedly wear crooked smiles forever. Ugh. Yeah, that's weird. So where was that located? Chile. Off Chiloe Island. See if you can find a cool picture of it. What's it called? The Kalush. How do you spell that? Uh, the, T-H-E. Okay. And then Kalush, C-A-L-E-U-C-H-E. 
Kalush. It really just rolls off the tongue nicely. Yeah, I guess that's the the Chilean way of doing things. Uh, It just looks like the Flying Dutchman. The only pictures that popped up were the Flying Dutchman, essentially. Yeah, I'm using one of those for the Instagram. Because it's just essentially a ghost ship, so they just... El Kalush. Yeah. Yeah, Chiloe Island. All right. Phantomy. Yeah. That's a cool picture. Well, this one sounds cool. Lady <laughs> Lovabond. The Goodwin Sands off the coast of Kent in southeast England is famous for a number of shipwrecks and for several ghost ship legends. The most notable concerns the Lady Lovabond, said to have been deliberately wrecked in the 18th century and to re- reappear as a phantom every 50 years on the anniversary of its descri- destruction. What? So, like, someone, like, intentionally did this? Like, using, like, voodoo or something? I have no idea. I'm getting into the story. All right. The story goes that a captain was celebrating his recent marriage with a voyage to Portugal in 1748, bringing his new wife, her mother, and various wedding guests aboard the ship. Unfortunately, the first mate had hoped to be the groom himself. While the wedding party drank toast to the happy couple, the first mate felt his blood begin to boil. In jealous rage, he grabbed a wooden pin and struck the helmsman, killing him. Then he drove the schooner directly into the Goodwin Sands, wrecking the boat and killing everyone on board. So, yeah, you're right. It's intentional. And supposedly the glowing ship has reappeared to reenact the crash in 1798, 1848, and 1948 which she reportedly gave off a strange green glow. Locals have even set out to rescue survivors only to discover the sands are bare. Ooh. Yeah. So I guess every hundred years. I thought it was 50. 50. No, so, okay, so 50, 1798 to 1848, that's 50 years, but then from 1848 to 1948. Oh. So maybe in 2048, we can go see it. Or 150 years. Maybe it increases. Ooh, that would suck. Yeah. I, I, do you have any uh, modern iterations? Let's see. Like ones that people like, you know? Well, I mean, we talked about, we didn't really talk about ghost ships, but like shipwrecks, like the USS Cyclops, where over four or around 400 people were just lost, disappeared. But, um. No, no, what I'm saying is, has there any been like modern, like, Sightings. Oh, yeah. 1948. <laughs> More modern. I'm trying to find them. Um, oh, oh, oh. Found it. Yes. Yes. Let's fucking Wait, go. No. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, my God. It said 2014, so I got excited, but I'll just read it. It's short. Uh, this is the ghost ship of North Northumberland Strait. Since the late 18th century, people have reported seeing a ghostly three-masted schooner on fire in Canada's Northumberland Strait. The body of water that separates Prince Edward Island from Nova Scotia and New Brunswick... Yeah. Sightings seem to occur most often in the fall. Some are reported as lasting a few minutes, while others say they've seen the illusion last as long as an hour. In some cases... Would-be rescuers have tried to sail out and help those on board, only to watch the ship vanish as they come close. The story gained popularity after being immortalized in local singer-songwriter Lenny Gallant's song, Tales of the Phantom Ship. 
On Friday, June 13, 2014, Canada Post even launched a postage stamp depicting the ship as part of Haunted Canada Line. So that's what I uh, thought would be a, a modern thing, but uh, we just learned about a postage stamp. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's the song. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, I like this I like a sailor. Ooh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. I like that, that song. I'm going to see if it's on Spotify. <laughs> oh, this one might be... Uh... This one seems like it's... Oh, it's on Spotify! So, if you if you liked that song, it's Tales of the Phantom Ship by Lenny Gallant, G-A-L-L-A-N-T. If you type in Tales of the Fan, it's the first thing that pops up. Here's the most modern one on this list. Okay. Um, the SS Valencia. Oh. It's been called the worst disaster in the graveyard of the Pacific. A treacherous stretch of coastal water from Oregon to Vancouver Island. On January 22, 1906, the Valencia, a coastal passenger line en route from San Francisco to Seattle via Victoria, snagged on a submerged reef on the southwest coast of Vancouver Island. Would-be rescuers were thwarted by the jagged, uncharted rocks and a fierce storm and many lifeboats capsized in, in, in the rolling waters. For 36 hours, scores of passengers clung to the deck or the rigging, enduring a series of strategic errors by rescuers and crew. Finally, a giant wave swept most of them out to sea. Only 37 of the 136 passengers survived, and all the women and children perished. Wow. Hmm. An investigation into the, into the disaster resulted in the creation of the Pachina Point Lighthouse, and a life-saving trail for shipwrecked mariners, which later became the West Coast Trail. Several strange occurrences have been reported in connection with the disaster. Some on board another nearby ship reported seeing an image of the Valencia take shape in an exhaust cloud formed by the rescue ship, City of Topeka, which managed to save some survivors. For years afterwards, sailors on the West Coast of Vancouver Island reported seeing a phantom Valencia foundering on the waves it's terrified passengers and crew still holding on for dear life there were also reports of indian fishermen discovering a lifeboat either manned by skeletons and on the water Ooh. yeah and or filled with skeletons and mysteriously hidden inside a cave that's kind of weird hmm. but perhaps the most incredible of all is the fact that the valencia's lifeboat number five was found drifting in barkley sound in 1933 Still in decent condition, 27 years after the disaster. Part of the lifeboat later went on display in the Maritime Museum in Victoria. What's the boat name again? I want to see if there's a picture. The SS Valencia. SS. Life. I like the skeletons in the lifeboat. It's pretty spoopy. Wouldn't you say? (laughs) Uh, Ooh, this... I might have found a picture of it. It doesn't look that. Uh, no, okay. So no, there's. Uh, from what I'm looking, uh, there's no picture. 
I'm talking about the lifeboat. Uh, I was going to look for the lifeboat in the museum, but I do not see anything that uh, resembles it, unfortunately. Hmm. Well, all right. So now I'm going to get into the scientific explanation of why mariners think that, believe in ghost ships. All right. So for hundreds of years... Oh, actually, uh, I found pictures of the wreck of the ship seen from one of the rescuing ships. The -hmm. Valencia. It actually looks pretty cool. Here. See, that's the... There's, like, the smoke, I'm guessing. Yeah. But there's the Valencia. It's it's eerie looking. Yeah. Post that. Yeah, I'm going to find some pictures. Post. Um, So... Here's the explanation for ghost ships. For hundreds of years, the mystery of the Flying Dutchman and others was inexplicable until people began to use their knowledge of optics and science to try and debunk the ghost ship. Fata Morgana is a form of superior mirage that is seen in a narrow band right above the horizon. It is an Italian term named after the Arthurian sorceress Morgan Le Fay from a belief that these mirages often seen in the Strait of Messina, were fairy castles in the air or false land created by her witchcraft to lure sailors to to their deaths. Fata Morgana mirages significantly distort the object or objects on which they are based, often such that the object is completely unrecognizable. A Fata Morgana may be seen on land or at sea, in polar regions or in deserts. It may involve almost any kind of distant object, including boats, islands, and coastline. So, and here's a picture. Because some people, there have, been, there have been reports of... How, a- how accurate is that photo? That is... It, okay, look up Fata Morgana. Okay. And you will find the mirage. Okay, so what the mirage does, it makes it look... So there's a boat in the water, way out in the like water. Fata And the mirage Morgana. Like, sort of distorts it to where it looks like it's floating. Oh, above okay. the water. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so this is like a Fata Morgana is like the name of it. Yeah. Whoa. It's named after the Arthurian sorceress. This is cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. You, you haven't seen this? No. I've seen this in the Gulf of Mexico before. This is really cool. Yeah. Super scary. Freaks. It, freak. Freaky. But yeah, no. There have been reports. That's of, really of the cool. The Flying looking. Dutchman, like actually flying. And I think it's because of this. And then people believe it's Fata exactly. Morgana. Yeah. That's cool. It is cool. But yeah, I thought... So I had mysteries and a strange phenomena in this podcast. Ooh. Yeah. Hey now. Which explained the mysteries. <laughs> so well, I some went, of them. I went all out. Some of them. Yeah, some of them. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Fata Morgana. But yeah, so... But you know what? Oh, I just made a connection. Uh-huh. To the Flying Dutchman in Pirates of the Caribbean uh-huh. and in Spongebob. Okay. So you know how in Spongebob, the Flying Dutchman is always in the air, but it's underwater, right? Yeah. In Pirates of the Caribbean, the Flying Dutchman goes underwater to go see Spongebob. He comes back <laughs> out to go see Captain Jack Sparrow. Uh, <laughs> no? Uh, that's a stretch. But you like it. I'll say yeah. <laughs> I think I'll it humor works. you. But I'm so excited to post. That picture is really cool. Mm-hmm. I have a picture of Davy Jones here too. I can't see Did it. Did you know that they're you know the band the Monkees? Yeah, Davy Jones. 
Yeah. He died in 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. But yeah, his name's Davy Jones. He was in an episode of SpongeBob. The guy? Yeah. That's I'm pretty cool. sure that was Davy Jones. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, maybe. I'm pretty sure that was the Davy Jones. But um. But yeah, that's all I have. <laughs> okay. That's that's fine. That was that was good. That was good. Good. That was uh, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. The the. It'd be cool, like. It'd be more interesting, I guess, if there are like more, like recent. Yeah. Uh, reports. Yeah. Of like sightings, like, like the most recent one is in the was in the forties or fifties, right? Yeah, 50s. The first one's in the fifties. So, but like the fifties wasn't that long ago. And these are more of like it was more mysterious when we didn't have that mirage explanation. Like yeah, people guess, couldn't attribute like the mirage and, and put I guess it with a lot. Since a lot of people who like have seen ghost ships were people who were like used to being on the water, they probably know what the Fata Morgana thing yeah, is. Exactly. So. If they have seen a ghost ship, they could have just been like, oh, it's just a regular ship, and it's just, you know, I'm just seeing it weird because of Fata Morgana. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, this, that's uh, <laughs> Ghost Ships Explained. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was very interesting. The, the pictures are really cool. Mm-hmm. It has, we have some good, uh, some good stuff to post. I wish we could post uh, somehow, like, that song. Yeah. I mean, cool. I've got a funny video yeah <laughs> that's gonna get some likes i know yeah everybody likes that well so so this episode is being released the 14th and then we yeah. are doing our live recording the 16th on friday afternoon mm-hmm. and me you and our guest who is preston blank yeah <laughs> are all doing a topic i say we all do a topic just in case yeah but his will be the main one. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's the guest. Okay. Exactly. All right, I have a good one. I have a good one. Actually, just you and him do a topic. I'll okay. Be, I'll be all. Yeah, I've you done, take a break. Yeah, I need a You've break. You've done a few. Well, thank you for listening. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank, <laughs> talking to the fans. Thank you for sharing with us. We recently reached 160 followers. Yeah, no. That's a cool yeah. cool thing. That, right? Maybe more to 200. 160 Right. Yep, 160. Unless someone's already unfollowed us, which Let me is not. Check. No, 160. Be, yeah. Don't be surprised. We've got 160. Although a lot of them are just people that are looking to get more followers. Yeah. No, that's. Social media is weird. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, I'm excited to post this this podcast post tomorrow because I'm gonna watch it and laugh. Listen to it, you mean? No, I'm gonna watch the post. Oh, the post. <laughs> All right, well, here's uh, a hint. That's your hint. It's the best thing. I mean, they would have seen the post by now, so they know what it yeah. is. <laughs> they know what the post is. I guess is. that was useless. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you uh, for listening. As always, this has been Night Swims, a podcast hosted by two idiots who think they know everything about mysteries, conspiracies, and strange phenomena. Nice. Uh, follow, please stay informed with us on Instagram at nightswims.podcast, and apparently our Facebook yep <laughs> which we have one of those facebook's a good tool that i barely use but um yeah, yeah like us on facebook and follow us on instagram at nightswims.podcast and you will stay up to date with our podcast updates and our funny boyish charm especially jackson's even though he doesn't do anything on the Beep. social media not yeah but, i'm uh, sorry <laughs> 
Wow, hey, our, our first episode is almost at 70 plays. Oh, nice. We're, di- we're slowly increasing, I feel like. We're slowly getting, especially with like 10 new followers who hopefully listen, I would hope. I liked what you named the first one. Yeah. The Bahama, come on, ba- alien mama. Yeah. <laughs> I had to look at the song lyrics of the song, but I was proud of that one. But uh, if, you do, if you are listening right now, please like let us know on Instagram because it means a lot that people like reach out to us and interact with us. Nobody's done it yet. People do when we do like the questions about what we should do next. Oh, yeah, but uh, I have to prompt it. For yeah, them to do something. Hopefully, we'll get some free, uh, some free remarks. But uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Douglas, you. do you have anything else you wanted to say? Um, again, it's cold out. <laughs> stay yeah. warm. Stay, stay warm, Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, happy anniversary, and uh, we will see. We will, y'all will hear us. Yeah, y'all will hear us on our uh, one year. Later.